0: I am here to give you some insight into a teacher's brain. <laughs> I was a teacher for a very long time before I had my own kids, and now that I'm home with my own kids, this is my job working on Littles of Learning, but I also sub, from time to time. And I just wrapped up a three-month subbing position, which was wonderful. I was in kindergarten. It was such a fun experience, but it made me start thinking about things from both a teacher's perspective and from a parent's perspective, since I have both. I have kids who are in elementary school and then also when I'm in there subbing and teaching. So today I wanted to share with you three things your child's teacher probably wishes that you knew, and they would probably tell you if they got a chance to sit down one-on-one with you. But I'm going to give you some of that insight today so that hopefully this will be helpful for you when working with your own kids. So let's get started. The first thing your child's teacher probably wishes that you knew, and I definitely wish all of my students families knew, is that handwriting is so important for our little one's literacy development but it is so difficult to teach in a classroom. When I was subbing, I had 19 kindergartners and we worked on handwriting. We did a handwriting boot camp. I was constantly reinforcing how to correctly form the letters. However, when I left after three months, I still had students who were not forming their letters correctly because most of these students had already learned how to write letters before they came into the classroom. That could have been, they were just looking at a letter and trying to figure out how to form it. So they kind of learned in a backwards way or they taught themselves how to write a letter, which included a lot of extra strokes and it looks like a letter, but it's not really a letter. And so here I am trying to teach them how to form these letters correctly And it's almost too late. And to say that they're only in kindergarten, but it's true for some of these kids, they were very ingrained with their habits. They did not want to change their habits. So it was really tricky for me to work with them on how to form their letters correctly. There was one little boy who in his name, he consistently made his R incorrectly, and he consistently made his A incorrectly. And so I just had to go from there, just start with one letter at a time really focusing on that one letter to improve it before we moved on to the next letter that was formed incorrectly but what i noticed was that even though by the time i left i got him to write his name correctly forming the letters correctly when he formed the r and the a in other words of his writing he was still forming them his old-fashioned way the old habit kept coming back and back these habits form so young and they get solidified so early that we as teachers have a hard time reteaching your little ones the correct formation of letters. If only they learned correctly the first time, it would make things so much easier. Their writing would be so much more fluent and smooth and it would just make the whole process of literacy so much more effective. So handwriting, here is my plea to you as parents. Please, please help teach your child to write their letters correctly at home. When I had a class of 19 students, it was impossible for me to watch every single student form every single letter, even when we were doing handwriting practice. It's just not feasible. I can tell usually when students have formed it incorrectly just by looking at the letter, Sometimes I can't though. Sometimes they're pretty tricky and they look very close to the correct formation. But if I had watched them, I would have seen that they did not do it correctly. Either way, even if I see that they've done it incorrectly, I don't always have the time to have them erase it and do it again because 19 students, lots of subjects, gotta go, go, go. The day goes so fast. So it's so crucial that parents help with handwriting at home. I have videos on my channel here on YouTube, how to form the letters correctly, the uppercase letters, the lowercase letters, and the numbers, oh my goodness, the numbers were the hardest part for them to write correctly. So please, as a teacher to parents, if you can, please work on handwriting at home. When you're one-on-one with your child, or even if you have other children around, it's gonna be so much more effective than when it's one, and 19. It's just not as effective. And so if you can help them form those letters correctly, starting at the top, never starting at the bottom, going counterclockwise, we're not going clockwise, all of those little tips, you want to work on those at home, I promise you your child's teacher will thank you. They will be so, so appreciative of all of that help. So handwriting at home would be fabulous help to your child's teacher. The second thing your child's teacher would probably want you to know if they could sit down with you and tell you is that consistency is so key when we're teaching these early literacy skills to our little ones. Consistency in the classroom, but also consistency at home. If you can, working with your little one even for five minutes a night is so much more effective than working with them one time a week for 30 minutes. It's that little bit of time every day that is going to help them solidify their progress. So let's say it's the beginning of kindergarten and your child is working on their letters and sounds. Just by you going over those letters and sounds at home with them just a couple of minutes in the evening is so crucial. It will help them retain that information so much faster than if they're learning it in the classroom but they're not having any of that practice at home. Just the short amount of time, that consistency over time will help. The same thing goes from once they have learned their letters and sounds and they're starting to blend those really simple CBC words If you're not sure what those are, I have a video about them. I will link it down below, but they're starting to blend those words together by having you practice them reading a few words every night. So, so helpful for the teacher. It doesn't need to be an entire book. It doesn't need to be a whole 30-minute phonics lesson or reading comprehension lesson. I'm just talking about a few minutes every night to work on those skills, whatever the teacher is teaching in the classroom. Now, normally teachers will send home in a newsletter or an email that lets you know what they're working on, what phonics skill they're working on, what's happening in the classroom. So if you can reinforce that at home, that is going to be so crucial to your little one's development. I have seen it time and time again. Sometimes parents feel like they don't want to teach their child incorrectly, and so they kind of leave it to the teacher and think, you know what? It's just kindergarten. They're getting everything they need to know in the classroom. Like, I'm not gonna step on the teacher's toes. I'll just let them do their thing and, you know, we'll just have fun at home, whatever the case may be. But I promise you, if you can help for a few minutes every night, it is gonna be so much better for your child. And if you're worried about teaching them incorrectly, This is why I'm here. I wanna help you teach them correctly. I have so many videos on my YouTube channel about how to teach them correctly, how to teach the correct letter sounds and what is the beginning of reading? What's the foundation of that? How to teach handwriting. All of that is on my channel. So please stay around, explore this channel. You can also email your child's teacher and ask what you should be working on. But that consistency, the small steps every day matter. And it's only a few minutes. So in your brain, you probably think "Meh, it doesn't matter if we skip it tonight or if we skip it a few nights this week. Like it's just such a small amount of time. It's probably not making a difference, but it's like compounding interest. It does make a difference. That little bit of time every day compounds over a week, over a month, over the school year, and you're going to be so amazed at their progress. So consistency a little bit of practice every night whether they're working on letters and sounds or blending or if your school has started high frequency words which are sometimes called sight words which we don't want to memorize but we do want to practice i have a video all about high frequency words i will link down below anything that you can do at home will be so helpful for the teacher and just to add on a little bit to that last point besides consistency i think your child's teacher would also want you to know that prevention is more effective than intervention. So prevention of reading problems, prevention of your child falling behind, prevention of any of these problems developing is so much better than putting them into a reading intervention or having to have them get a tutor because they're behind. You wanna focus on the consistency, practicing a little bit every night, that prevention, so you never have to get to the point of intervention if you can help it because your child is gonna be prepared. So consistency is gonna help us with that prevention piece. And the third thing your child's teacher would probably want you to know if they could sit down and have a chat with you is the importance of sleep. Oh my goodness, sleep is so crucial for learning. Our little ones are in school for hours and hours a day learning so much new information that's coming at them. So many different subjects, they have different teachers. There's a lot going on in school, especially in kindergarten. Sleep is when our little ones actually make these new neural connections in their brain so that they can learn this information, so that they can orthographically map new words, so that they can learn how to read and spell and do math. Sleep is the crux for all of it. It is so, so crucial. So I looked it up, what the sleep recommendations are. So think about the age of your child. If you have a preschooler who's between the ages of three and five, the recommendation is that they're getting between 10 and 13 hours of sleep in a 24-hour period. So that does include naps because a lot of our kids are still napping at that age. So preschool, ages three to five, you want 10 to 13 hours of sleep. Then when they're school age, so this is like kindergarten and beyond, ages six to 12, we want them to have nine to 12 hours of sleep every night. And you might think, oh my goodness, that's a lot of sleep. Maybe my child isn't a great sleeper or they gave up naps early or whatever the case may be. But sleep hygiene is one of those things that we really want to focus on when our kids are young. So we want to set them up for success as they get older, especially as they become teenagers and young adults. We want them to have a really good routine for sleep and that they understand the value of sleep. No matter what you're trying to learn, whether it's learning how to read and write when you're a little kid, learning in college, or learning a new skill, a new language, or even if you're working on working out, trying to build up your muscles or strength training, you have to sleep sleep is the most important thing you can do for your body at any age so for sure our little ones who are learning so many new things in the classroom all day every day we want them to have really good sleep prioritize sleep so if your little one is struggling with sleep that happens sometimes they need a little bit of help and so i would just encourage you to look up some resources Google it, ask a friend, find an expert so that you can help your little one get that recommended amount of sleep. It makes such a difference. It impairs their cognitive function if they're not getting enough sleep. Their memory can be impaired. Like I said, those neural connections are forming when they're sleeping. And so we really wanna make sure that they're getting adequate amount of sleep every night, not just sometimes, but every night consistently. And that is going to help them so much with their learning in the classroom. So there you go. Those were three things your child's teacher probably wishes that you knew and they would tell you if they could sit down and chat with you. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. For more information on helping your child learn to read, head over to my website, littleslovelearning.com. While you're there, don't forget to join my email list so you stay up to date with all things early literacy. You can also find me over on Instagram at littleslovelearningblog. Happy learning!